Welcome to Incubator by Planet Ant Podcasts. My name is Mike McGettigan, executive producer of the network. At Planet Ant, we pride ourselves on exploring new talent and bringing new voices to the stage. So we're bringing that to the world of podcasting. We'll regularly feature six-episode short-run series commissioned exclusively for the Incubator podcast. Some of these might become full-run podcasts of their own, and some might just stay within what we're doing here. Incubator. Stick around. You might like what's next. This show's called Embrace Yourself. Introduce yourselves now, would you? This is Laura Antonio, and here's the fucking deal. You should know that we're not trained experts on the things we say about calls. But I was like, there's no <laughs> way we could live out here. You probably wouldn't even get internet connection, and Jane no. has to have that for her job. Sure, so. sure, sure, sure. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about cults instead? You can talk about cults. The cult of real estate? We can, we can. Do I need to testing, testing? Um, yeah, talking to the mic. I think you talking were a little quiet last time, and I was a little loud last time. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, let's. I guess I'll keep an eye on my mic distance. And, yeah, and your temper. And my temper. <laughs> Hi, Laura. Hello. So Laura was just telling me about her insane real estate endeavors yeah. where she's going to buy a We're very buy long a yard <laughs> surrounded by an electric fence. Yep, it's a trap house on a farm. It's going to be great. It's <laughs> under 200 grand though, so don't yeah. worry. Yeah, the ground's contaminated with fecal matter, but we're going to be fine. So you're doing that. I got broke up, broken up with Oh no! a couple nights ago. It's fine. Okay. We're good. I just wanted to be dramatic a little bit. I do bit. love that you literally saved that for the podcast. Yeah, I, wanted to, I want everybody to know. I'm sorry, Sunil. I'm back on the market. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Uh, yeah, Turn your so, Grinder app on. Wait, that's the wrong one. Hey, I've been on Grinder <laughs> once or twice in my life. Well, All right. <laughs> just to see who's closest to you. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would totally download Grinder if I was going to be walking through the hotel lobby where like the Christian right was holding some kind of convention. Oh yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just yeah, to yeah, see, yeah. just oh, to man. just to validate it's like two hundred exactly uh, Congress mm-hmm. people just to be near like, you. Yep, that's what I figured. You guys are hypocritical. I was going to say two hundred senators, but that's like four governments worth of senators. <laughs> no, it's two governments yeah. worth of senators. Some pastors. I clearly know a lot about the government. Some youth group. Yeah. Organizers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Hi, so, uh, hey, we're here to talk about cults today. Yep. I did a little research. Um, I'm Sunil. This is Laura. That's right. Sunil just introduced me. It was very gentlemanly of you. We do this um, podcast semi regularly. You um, might already know that. But if you yourself. don't, welcome. It's a, uh, we claim to be a mental health podcast. <laughs> um, it is a claim that you cannot dispute. We have over 81 years of mental health experience. And over 81,000 listeners. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for all the good ratings and reviews on iTunes and Grindr. I put it up on Grindr. Is that cool? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's really important to branch out. Think outside of the box. <laughs> There's and no, box, no box involved. I think that should be Grindr's tagline. <laughs> think outside of the box. Oh, that was good. I feel. And then in parentheses, no box involved. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Box free zone. Box free zone. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're here to talk about cults. Boxes. Oh wait, cults. Cults. <laughs> um, mostly because of the state of the country. I'll just start that way, but I'm yeah. gonna go into different types of cults. So let me just. Um, also, before you got here, I was jamming out to Living Colors, 1990, Hard Rock. Best performance Grammy Award winning song. 
Do you know the song? Cult of Personality. Cult of, per- of, cult of I Personality. Do. I think I might have that as the outro to the show this Please week. Please do. Yeah. Um, Ugh, what's his name? What's that guy's name in the wetsuit? He's the lead oh, singer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I think he has since passed. I may be a, wrong, but oh, I think he might be dead. It's a weird Sorry, song. Sorry, everybody. And it's fu- it's funny cult to me that that's that that's hard that. rock. Oh yeah, like he's on, headbanging in the, the video Grammys and yeah. wearing a wetsuit. Nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. I remember when it came out. Like yeah. we had just moved to our house from Sterling Heights to Troy, mm-hmm. and we were stealing cable. All right. And there was MTV, and I was like, ooh, neat. And I learned about that. I learned about like. Um, fucking faith no more yes. at the time yes, and then Patton. they're showing like a lot of paula abdul and mm-hmm. janet jackson stuff at the time too in 1990 yes. oh and the b-52's mm-hmm. love shack was yep. on mtv a yeah lot. yeah i mean those videos were on like almost every other video was janet jackson at yep. that time basically every single song off rhythm nation had yeah. its own video definitely and they were always on it's kind of interesting because on my facebook i know you don't do facebook a lot i was uh reminiscing about 89x oh yeah yeah right mm-hmm. 89x amazing radio station in the mm-hmm. 90s now yep. it's just one Garbage, of the stupid same boring yeah, yeah. anyway cults yeah <laughs> um in modern english a cult is a social group that is defined by its unusual religious spiritual or philosophical beliefs or by its common interest in a particular personality object or goal so my my main interest is the cult of personality mm-hmm. the a guy or a gal, um, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of being this larger than life figure that is somehow able to convince a lot of people to think <laughs> the way he thinks and mm-hmm. do the things he wants them to do. Indeed. Yes. I would argue that. Usually a guy, though. Let's just be clear. Let's just be clear. It's There's very not... rarely a woman. Nah. I mean, not that women haven't ever led cults, but I mean, it's usually men. They should get in the game. Right? More more female cult leaders is what Break we... the cult ceiling, the cult <laughs> glass ceiling with your pentagram or whatever you yeah. use. Yeah. <laughs> so this cult of personality, it's usually considered pejorative as an excessive devotion. Um, as it probably should be yeah and i'll just um so these are some famous cults like the jim jones one is maybe the Mm -hmm. the most famous one of all um that's where the phrase drink the kool-aid came from yes um there was so they they did a mass suicide in guiana yes they did but they started in california yeah and if you would have looked at them on paper you would have been like oh what a nice group of liberal hippies who just want equality and you would think homelessness i mean they really that's what it started as it well was yeah because multi-racial like, and multicultural the first line on wikipedia was like he was a civil rights activist right and i'm right. like wait a second i what? know that's why it's so wild like yeah. the turn that that story takes yeah um but so he was able to convince uh, a ton of people and then i got david koresh waco branch mm-hmm. davidians mm-hmm. um he basically he was just doing it to abuse children i think He's trying to fuck kids. That's possible. Yeah. Um, although I will say that I feel our federal government created a grave, horrible error in the way they handled that. And Tell me caused... more about how they handled it. I'd, I'm not that familiar. Well, the FBI essentially wanted to get in there and figure out what was going on. And there was a lot of bullshit in terms of like how they they, they were trying to get him to come out and quote unquote surrender. Sure. 
Um, that was not going to happen. They blasted like heavy metal music for twenty four seven. Yeah. And floodlights into the complex, like basically driving everyone in there crazy, yeah. including the children that were in there. This and is then stuff a lot that they of the do in about, war zones too. Yes, I exactly. Yeah. That's what they were treating it like. Yeah. And then a lot of the stuff too about the sexual abuse, like still to this day, people on the right, like especially like libertarian, like anti federal government folks. Yeah say that's all bullshit that they were making it up because they wanted to get in there there was some kind of weird gun charge thing there's yeah. just a lot of yeah. bullshit in terms of how they handled it and then this place got set on fire yep and still to this day there are very few people on the right that you could convince that the federal government didn't start that so i'm not trying to feed into conspiracy theories yeah but in terms of like stoking like right-wing conspiratorial minds hello waco like you did that to uh -huh. yourself federal government you know yes. same thing with the ruby ridge thing the way they handled oh, this yeah. stuff that was more recent that was uh... there's really no way you can well actually i think that was before i don't know around was the it? Same, it was around oh. the same time oh okay but, wasn't there yeah. a more recent one like out west where it was a it was like an armed militia who was like no no fbi you can't come check out our yes and place. then they killed his wife through the window yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah so that was a more recent one horrifying. i don't know i don't and remember ruby ridge for either. like days and weeks after we're like yelling to the wife to talk her husband into surrendering where he's yeah like, yeah i mean my whole point of this is people on the left seem completely unaware of these things and that these kinds of horrifying incidences is what drives a lot of this <clears throat> anti-federal government sure. feeling. And yeah. so I just see a lot of people say things like, oh, well, if we would just let the federal government, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, sure, but you're talking about an entity that these folks have no reason to trust and are fearful of. I don't know how you convince them to be like, yeah, let them take care of my health care. I mean, I just feel like we talk past each other when we overlook like what kind of incredible fuck ups the federal government has done in terms of how they've treated people who, you know, for the most part, been trying to just get the fuck away from them. Yeah, I mean, but it's weird because they do that. But then like the federal government has fucked over a lot of groups, but oh, they, yes. they tend to be leftists or, mm -hmm. or, or liberals or whatever. Too. Indeed, yes. So, you yeah. know, people Which is of color, also, communities I think it's of weird color. When... Right. You know, different sexual orientations. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. the federal government has been shitbags about a lot of stuff. But somehow we're not like going off into the woods trying to get away from the federal government. I right. I don't know. It's so really bonkers. I'm anyway. thinking like a full quarter of the population, the adult voting population is like susceptible to cultism. Yes, I would say that's insane. Very right. True. Very true. So um, we're talking about charismatic authority. Usually this charismatic authority is incorporated into society. Hereby the challenge that it presents to society will subside. Um, it's routinized, routinization mm -hmm. of it. So that's, I mean, I think we're calling it normalizing it. Oh, now, yes. Yeah, exactly. Nowadays. Um, this was Max Weber in like the early 20s or something like that. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, it's 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 weird to think that you line up four people and one of them's gonna be kind of nuts if you just grab four <laughs> people from the uh, general population. Nuts in this way, not nuts right. in the way we right. are. Nuts in the right. cult way. Yeah, you know, I'm not using He's, the word nuts derogatorily. It's a uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of wild beliefs out there. Yeah, and I also do think that liberals, for some reason, think they're not susceptible to it. Like somehow this cult or something that like because I feel that way. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I think it has to do with just like, you know, 
feeling like, well, this is something only other people could. I'm above it. Yeah, exactly. But I'm an elitist and I'm I'm above cults. I'm too smart to fall for something that clearly stupid, you know, or that clearly is vapid and empty. Well, I like that you said that because have you heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect? Yes, I think of it all the time. Do you? Okay, so let me just, um, I always forgot what it was, so I thought I'd include it here. So then now it'll be stuck in my head. So um, this is actually uh, Professor Dunning, uh, his paper. In 1999, in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, my then-graduate student Justin Kruger and I published a paper that documented how in many areas of life, incompetent people do not recognize, scratch that, cannot recognize, just how incompetent they are, a phenomenon that has come to be known as the Dunning-Kruger effect. Mm -hmm. Logic itself almost demands this lack of self-insight. What does that mean? Wait. For poor performers to recognize their ineptitude would require them to possess the very expertise they lack. Yes. Like, yeah, self-awareness for one thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To know how skilled or unskilled you are at using the rules of grammar, for instance, you must have a good working knowledge of those rules and impossibility among the incompetent poor performers and we are all poor performers at some things like right, you were saying right. there fail to see their flaws in their thinking or the answers they lack okay so it also though means that essentially the more you know about something the less certain you become about it because there's so many more things to explore and branch out and learn yeah so there's kind of like this correlation between high passion and lack of knowledge. Yeah. And a sense of, I don't fucking know what I'm doing, and girth of knowledge, birth of knowledge. So yeah. basically, the more you know, the more it feels like you don't fucking know anything. For sure. And that's how I feel a lot about things that I'm interested in. I yeah. just feel like it just branches out everywhere. And like, I will never figure all of this out. Oh, yeah. And even things I'm not that interested, like my career, like <laughs> computer science. It's like, I got to keep, I got to keep right. learning all these fucking JavaScript frameworks for no reason, because it's just right. new and it's there and people are going to ask me about it yes so, yeah. it's one of the reasons why i wish people would spend more time like studying science and less time studying religion because i'm just yeah. like science is amazing and it goes everywhere and literally answers the questions you have about the world yeah i mean most of them sure some shit i don't get like i don't understand string theories oh i don't like, either I don't but understand i'm just saying like that, that stuff that stuff comes not from religion. you know a story yeah. passed down about a boy inside the, the belly of a it whale. It wasn't Job right. coming up with string theory. Mm-mm. That's my one Bible reference. That's it right. wasn't Job. It wasn't Moses. Nope. Was he in the Bible? Yeah, he definitely He's was. Old Testament, though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It wasn't Abraham. It, it wasn't, wasn't Cain. Yeah. I'm so, to think of some ladies in the Bible. Sorry, ladies. I. Uh, Ruth. Mary. Ruth. <laughs> I was going to say. Ruth yes. is one. The Book of Ruth. Yes, that's okay. a, a thing, I'm pretty sure. So I saw Cats, the movie. Oh, wow. Why did that happen? It was, my, was it by accident? My did someone kidnap you? My ex-girlfriend. Is that what led to the breakup? I think. It was actually a really fun night. and uh, oh, okay. But there's a, there's a character in there, Old Deuteronomy. Yeah. And I'm like, why the fuck is it named Old Deuteronomy? Because uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber sucks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Okay. So what do we I do? I hope you were really high because <laughs> that's the only reason or way. I oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Why else would you go? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so uh, I, a lot of this other stuff I did research on is kind of about Trump. 
I'll say. Yeah, totally. Um, there's an ex-cult member, Steve Hassan. Um, yeah, he just wrote a book. He's an ex-Mooney. You know about him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Um, I yeah. used to live by a Mooney house when I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, really? The people who lived right across the street from us were Moonies, and they held like some services at their house. That's amazing. It was creepy. I remember when we drove was by... Was it people of all types? Just... If I'm remembering correctly, no. Okay. It was primarily Asians. Okay. And I don't think we ever talked to them. Uh-huh. Um, but I saw a flag outside their house, and I was like, what the... What is that flag? Yeah. I don't feel comfortable about this flag. This is a weird symbol. And I, I, I basically looked it up in Google. 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 I use Google. It's really it's like this dark web search engine, Google. Um, <laughs> so much faster. And it, it, they said it had to do with the Moonies. Sun Young Moon. Sun Young Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, fuck, I better, the that, I better read up on this now that we've bought this house and live here. That's and then I was crazy. like, holy shit, you guys are crazy. Yeah. So here's somebody talking about getting out of cults. Um, author Malia Wallen cited one former cult member who had what she thought of as a little shelf in the back of her mind where she stowed doubts, questions, or concerns. And then eventually the shelf gets too heavy. And that's how it's such a weird metaphor because I feel like in current day, when we're talking about the political uh, cultism Mm -hmm. happening right now, you can put as many things on that shelf as you want and that it's never going to break. I think their shelves are made of like titanium. Mm. Yeah. They don't care about facts. No, for for sure. I I mean not that I can say I know where this comes from, but I do I feel like a lot of the people who are like I believe everything Trump says. Yeah. Trump never lies. Like people say stuff like that they and do. you're like that person's an idiot. Yes, but also what they're doing is essentially succumbing to their own fears and insecurities about what's changing in the world. And so they're basically like, this person is diabolical, but he's the only thing I have left to cling to in terms of someone to try to, you know, yeah. it comes from this fear of losing power. Like I get, the, well, losing fear, like white, white power, power. Okay. like being, being the quote unquote dominant culture in this yeah. country. Yeah. And so I think, Deep down, like if you kidnapped one of these people and yeah. held them like, you know, captive and, you know, kept them away from the news for long enough, uh-huh. I bet you could at least can get them to admit that they were terrified of what the changes that are happening in this world. Yeah. And Trump is stoking those fears. And to yeah. me, that's the thing that's the grossest, and the most dangerous thing that any leader can do is see weakness and fear and capitalize yes exactly i think that is so gross and so dangerous and i I mean i remember thinking that the very first time i heard that piece of shit talking about running for president yeah i was like oh wow you have horrible motives like you're a bad person yeah yeah you're gonna take the southern strategy and like multiply it by a billion yeah i mean even the thing in the state of the union which i did not listen to but i heard some i did the next day i can't stand the fucker's voice i know but i'm like well i need to make sure like I don't know. Someone has to at least tell me something about it. I heard he said the word bullshit in it. He did not say that, I don't think, in the State of the Union. I think he said that in an address at the White House after he was acquitted. Oh. He was egged on, though, by all of the Republicans in the room, who I frankly think are more shameful than he is. 
I do too, because at least better. yeah, they know better. You're they, literally playing with fire. You, they like, very literally know what they're so doing, gross. and it's I. So gross. Uh, it's so gross, but it, yeah. So the cult of that is just—I don't think it's gonna go away. No, no, it won't go away. It's not gonna go. This away. This is not like leaving the Moonies. Mm-mm. No, no. And I think that that's another thing that makes me really frustrated because I feel like a lot of people, again, on the left, don't recognize. What this. are some of the culty things that the left is into, though? I'm not even saying that they're necessarily into cults. I'm just saying I think they are oblivious in many oh. ways to what is happening and how Trump supporters are like, you know, I think it's just that every can't... time you see someone on the internet trying to like, you know, throw facts into the argument, they're wasting their time. And yeah. that's kind of what I mean. It's really like, Oh, if only I can explain this to you, yeah, you would yeah, understand yeah, yeah, that this yeah. is wrong. Well, yeah, because so, we have no like awareness of the fact that people can't are that not self-aware right. and how it's like, what the fuck? Right. It's, it's they've unfathomable. Been, they've so, been being set up for this and manipulated towards this point for years. But to be honest, I didn't even know that population exists. I knew there were conservatives, mm-hmm. but I was like, that's all about abortion and like gun rights. But I was like, no, I didn't realize that there was this. I mean, I guess it was just rife for somebody to come along. Like, yes, exactly. It was? Exactly. I oh, guess. Yeah. I mean, if you look at like a lot of white working class areas in this country, especially in like the... Midwest yeah. have been decimated with the housing crisis, with factories and stuff leaving. Yeah. The opioid crisis is killing all their friends and family members. Nothing seems hopeful. That's like it's not popular. really hard to prey on that kind of fear and to be like, it's brown people. And it's not at all, but they're like, I don't know who else to blame. And for the last eight years, well, actually before that, with George Bush in office, Every single time something horrible happened, yeah, nobody paid a price for it. Nobody went to prison for, you know, Abu Ghraib and the torture that happened. Oh yeah. Nobody went to prison for the housing bubble bursting and people losing their homes left and right. Yeah. Nobody went to prison or was even like publicly scorned for any of that stuff. Like, and I think in some respects these folks who are susceptible to this cultism have been looking for someone to blame. Yeah. And they want. They, they don't care that it's low-hanging fruit now. They're just like, fine, we're going to blame Muslims and Mexicans. Yeah, which is very weird because a lot, of, a lot of them don't even associate with them or have them in their towns. And, and I it's... find that the less connected they are to people yeah. who are different from them, the more they believe this stuff and the mm-hmm. easier it is to stoke their fears. It's just yeah. so gross. Yeah. It makes me very sad because it's just... I mean, they're basically being manipulated into making their own lives worse for... a narcissistic despot it doesn't yeah. make any sense it's so gross and nothing I, is going to be better about their lives because of this yeah and i don't even think it's a it's not a uniquely american thing definitely not it's happening in many places it's happening right in now. india for sure my oh, pa- so God, my parents yeah. are in india right now oh, and they I'm, are. yeah they are and i'm kind of like i kind of didn't want them to go Oof. yeah um but you know they went they had to deal with some stuff like you know um end of life like real estate type things uh, that they yeah. need to tie okay. up from their parents and stuff so um they're there and i think they're in a place where we can't really contact them very easily yikes so they like talked to my sister when they landed in mumbai and then, mm-hmm. but that so there's a lot of protest shit happening there yes. in delhi it's mostly in delhi i think and then like you know right-wing nationalist mm-hmm. guy like shooting a bunch of people at a college yep. was one of the things that happened so it's it's everywhere mm-hmm. And 
I mean, I don't even think Europe is not susceptible to it. Like, Europe could definitely still fall to... Yeah. They I mean, fall to fascism all the time. They're seeing a lot of... <laughs> an, a big rise in anti-Semitic bullshit happening yeah. in, in the um, Europe right now. Yeah. I mean, even with all this Brexit stuff, it's just such bonkers bullshit. And it all comes down to white people being afraid that they're losing their quote-unquote majority power, which yeah. is not even a thing. So are we thinking that, like, Koresh and Jim Jones... Were they anti fed what Koresh anti federal government? Yes. yes. Jim Jones? Probably. I guess. I mean he did move his whole congregation to another country. That's true. <laughs> Let's get away from the uh, federal government there. Yeah. Yeah. Um that, uh, perhaps. I don't know enough about that. Um Yeah. I would, so the other thing too is with cults, how well they're able to convince people to just like turn their back very quickly on stuff that they used to hold. Yes. Um, yes. Including of course the friends and family. Yeah. Friends yeah. and family mm-hmm. in the Trump world. It's like Trump will like diss Fox news now when they like interview a Democrat. Yep. <laughs> like, and then everyone's like that libtard Fox news. Like that's what are I you mean, talking look at about? What's happening to Mitt Romney. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? Oh my God. Jesus Mitt Christ. Romney, the only Republican to vote to convict yeah. the president. He's in a cult. He's a Mormon. That's true. So they're kind of a nice cult, though. Mm, okay. Are they not? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's all Jesus-y. It's, no one likes the history that. Of, the history of the Mormon church oh, yeah, is and, pretty and polygamy terrifying. Too. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. gut-wrenching and full of lots of murder and stuff. So. Oh, I don't know about the yeah. murder. Good I job, just know you guys. About nice that. job, Joseph like, Smith. You were cool. Dude wants to have a lot of sex or something, basically. Yeah. Isn't that really the He found point? some gold plates. He's not going to let you see them. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I put him somewhere safe. Whoopsie. Oh, my God. All the redacted paperwork and stuff is like the gold plates, basically. Here, there are reports, but you can't read most of it. Right. I know. Seriously. It's ridiculous. They're all here. Read the transcript. There's no transcript. I think, I wish people in general were, like, more insulted by people who tell them to stop thinking for themselves. But instead, I think people see it as, like, a relief. Like, oh, thank God. I'll just say I'll just believe what you want me to. In some Re- res- yeah. In some respects, I do think it. I mean, again, Dunning Kruger effect. The more you know about something, the more you feel like I don't know any of the answers. Yeah. And so I think for some people, they're like, just tell me what to think. I think it just, just amazes me the certainty that they have because, like, on the internet, you'll be like, it'll be some idiot typing in all caps, being like, you know what, Trump twenty twenty. I, you know, you fucking stupid, like, don't, no, they usually say, like, why don't you do your own research and think for yourself yes. and, uh, mm-hmm. a, a, and not, uh, follow like Obama. And I'm like, hold on, what, wait a no. second. Um, you guys, and I just saw this, I think it was on the Daily Show or something, the guy, you know, they're all saying, read the transcript from the whole, the whole right. thing. And they're like, have you read the transcript? No, no, but. I think the Democrats should read the transcript and find out really what happened. But did you read it? No, 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 no. I didn't read it. Fuck. We're fucked. Yeah, basically. It does seem that way. I think people need to be more cognizant of the fact that if somebody says, you should hate this, you should be scared of this, you should watch out for this, these people are your enemy. Anytime someone's telling you how you should feel 
about something in like a really strong negative way sure. you should fucking question that i mean probably the opposite too if someone says you should love this you should believe this question that too yeah if someone's trying to convince you to feel a certain way about something yeah what are their motives yeah you know and i just Have, feel like that's the first thing i remember thinking about him I was like oh fuck this guy has terrible motives and yeah. he is absolutely trying to prey on the fears ignorance and insecurities of people yeah. what a fucking piece of shit yeah totally totally have you worked in retail? Yes. Yeah, so mm -hmm. like when I worked at Whole Foods or Starbucks, those are little cults. Oh, those okay. like little businesses, not little business, they're huge businesses, but like the ones that uh, seem to outwardly be like, hey, we're all like uh, organic oh, and yeah. fair trade. Mm -hmm. They get you in this little cult and, it's, and, and you're supposed to worship the manager. There's a manager there and it's like everyone, oh my God, he's so great. He's so wonderful. Like seriously, on my like always my he. first fucking week when I was training with people, and I'm like, he's not that wonderful when I like meet him. He's just some guy. Yeah. He has a ponytail. He's cool. Mm -hmm. All right. What ponytail. No. What else, man? No. So I retail. It's just all. It's all culty, and I hate it when people are so like. I don't know. They treat their job like a religion. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think being a human being and like being the most evolved like mentally of any organism on this planet yeah comes with a lot of downsides <laughs> yeah but i i don't know it just bums me out that people aren't more like self-aware but the search for meaning is real i mean i think we're yeah. evolutionarily like susceptible to this yeah in many respects sure. because being in a group and being part of something is in and of itself a survival technique. So. I'm still fucking trying to figure out what, what my thing is. It's just kind of <laughs> like, do I belong here on this earth? I don't know. You do, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. The jury's still out. But um, well, I have a fun fact. Yeah. This is a comedy podcast. We were really... I think everything we said has been hilarious. Hilarious. Um, fun fact, uh, David Koresh's 68 Camaro was sold for $37,000 at auction, was purchased by... Zach Baggins of Ghost Adventures. I don't know who that is. But Ghost Adventures. Is that a show? Yeah, I think it's like one of those shows where they go trying to detect ghosts wow. with like... So with... he's trying to find David Koresh's ghost in this Camaro? I guess. It's so weird that it's like a cult and it like probably we'll do an episode about like beliefs oh, or, yeah. or yeah. ghosts even it because... It's surprising that David Koresh... I have met Camaro. so many people who are like very rational but then they're also like I think ghosts exist. Yeah, I know. Me too. Also, people who are very rational but are like, but astrology. I'm like, Jesus, yeah, come on. But tarot. And I'm using not, you know, I'm using the word Jesus as like a swear word. Just so you guys yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Not Jesus. <laughs> Jesus astrology. Yeah, I'm, all the... I'm taking the Lord's name in vain. Yeah. I just want to make it clear. I got the three of cups of Jesus. I just don't whatever. understand that. I mean, anyway. if, if you're like, I just think it's fun. Okay, that's fine. But that's, but also, it's not fun. I see so. way too many people who are like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Yeah. That you don't understand how to be in touch with your own feelings? Because that's what it seems like. I guess like. it just means it gives them a license to just be shitty. Yes. Kind of. I think that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a Sagittarius, so I had yeah. to steal oh, your wallet. Yeah. I I'm an, yeah, I'm an Aries, right. so I had to like steal your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. I am an Aries. I. Me too. And we're, I did, I, we're both I Aries. I have had... Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. I have had 
girlfriends who were like into astrology. Oh, yeah. And I remember one of them was like, well, as an Aryan, you're blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, guess what? Never say that to me again. As an Aryan? Yeah. Hey. I'm like, don't call me that yeah, ever. Holy shit. I'm not, don't even talk to you about astrology anymore. Especially, there's a, that's a charged word. Yeah, I just Aryan. I'm like, nope, I don't want to be associated with that at all. To be I'm honest, I think, there. I mean, there's Aryan Indians too. Sure. Like, I think we're part of, my family is part is. I think they say Aryan, but yeah, in their accent. But. Well, my point being. Anyway, <laughs> I'm good without that word being associated. Yeah, with me, me too. At all. Me too, for sure. And then no astrology, no tarot. I got my tarot read. This is way off fucking topic. No, it's not. Ta- I got, how tarot's got to be some kind of cult. I got thing. it read, and it was like, okay, this stuff might happen this year. It was like there was like a full year reading, and wow. I guess some of it matched up, and some of it didn't, and. I have never done a tarot card reading, I don't think. Let's go get our cards read. Oh, my God. We should. And then we can report about it. Then we can report about it. I want to go to the creepiest place we can find. I mean, there's one in in town here. Really? Yeah, downtown. Um, I think it's like the Bombay. uh... In in downtown Ferndale? Yes. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Oh, no. Everybody knows where I live. Ferndale. Okay. Ferndale, Missouri. Ferndale, Missouri. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's That's right. That's where we are. All right. What do you say we wrap this shit up let's go to the tarot card place let's go there then the dispensary yes all right <laughs> talk to you guys later thanks for listening Bye, don't join a call